Why didn't we ask this at the start, man? Здравствуйте, меня зовут Джей. Отлично, ты говоришь по-русски? Я не говорю по-русски. All good, yeah. Perfect, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm most of the time I'm the one doing the interviews, so it's kind of strange to be on someone's podcast. So I appreciate it. We we have a lot of similarities going. So we both run our own podcast. So it's great to be on the on the absolutely, man. Yeah, someone someone did me the other day, and it was quite weird to to kind of answer the questions instead of instead of asking them, and I kind of kept. Ah, oh, nice. Who's pointing out what you to say? Uh, it was how I vegan. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, no, I'll check it out though. Matt, Matt and Wes, yeah, two great geezers. We had like a dual podcast, but it was kind of weird to be answering the questions. But um, I've just said to you, he's going to wind me up now just looking. He's, I've just said to you, you look like a footballer from 10 years ago. Can't think who it is and it's going to, it's going to really wind me up. Um, hopefully at some point during this conversation, it pops in my head. And then I want to get a picture up of him to prove it. Uh, but now, nah, man, we yeah, met I think, in an uh, Instagram comment section with somebody who were, I can't remember what they were saying now. What they, what were they? I can't remember what them? he was saying, but his name, I think, was Snowflake Destroyer. That was the one I remember. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, he really destroyed yeah. us, man. Yeah. So he destroyed us so much, he, he didn't want to debate you. Yeah. And yeah, actually, they that all... was the one where someone commented underneath and said, I will debate. So I went to set it up and he's disappeared as well. So oh, there seems to be a little pattern with people just yeah the, the snowflake him. guy he 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 sent us a few threats he said i've taken like he sort of made it out like he was destroying us and then he took a few screenshots he said oh, i've taken screenshots or whatever i can't remember exactly what but he he had nothing to say really and Crazy. then he was refusing to debate and then he just went into the void well i'm guessing we try and do the same thing Might we try and talk on comment sections and try and reel people in um, and then kind of offer them the chance to do a proper debate. I've got like a 2% hit rate on that. It's not good at all. <laughs> Don't know about yourself. Yes. Yeah. I've probably got, yeah, maybe even less than that 1% or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, based on the number of comments uh, I get, it's probably even less than 1% because, yeah, one of the reels I made uh, a month back, I'm still recovering from it because I, I posted the reel and then. A couple hours later, I opened the reel and it's already got about 700 comments. And yeah, I don't have the time to respond to everyone, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what was weird was I, when, when we actually met in the comment section, I didn't realize who you were. And when I clicked and obviously followed each other, then I realized I've been watching your videos for quite a while. Um, and I was like, oh, no way. It's, um, might as well introduce you. You are the Foolproof Mastery Podcast channel. Runner. Correct. Is yeah. Yeah. So you can say way. host, <laughs> Patrick, yeah. runner, Patrick host, the foolproof mastery podcast <laughs> um, and YouTube channel. Uh, you've had guests on such as Nutrivore, uh, Doctor Minil Patel. I've met uh, Minil. Um, he does the the message very well with his physique and knowledge on all things nutrition. Jamie Logan. Uh, your channel is dedicated to learning about health philosophy. And learning how to protect fellow Earthlings and debunking pseudoscience. 
so and that's interesting because i thought you that you were just just kind of like a vegan activist but it, it seems that you're kind of venturing off into other things so how did it start patrick and where did this come from the whole thing yeah, yeah so just before i get into it neutral for he's actually debating uh sean baker today i don't know if you know sean baker but he's like uh one of the the lead the uh, carnival carnival grifters yeah he's always on social media so i th- i don't think it will happen but yeah it was great to have neutral on my podcast and hopefully they'll be debating today if he doesn't if sean doesn't run off yeah but yeah back to your question how did i start this uh, I started it off in 2020. Actually, it was a it was a COVID thing, and uh, one minute my dad's just calling me. Actually, I'll just quit WhatsApp. No, it's fine. Uh, Carry on. Uh, it, it's just yes. popped in my head. The footballer. Sorry, he's popped in my head. It's Parker. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, what's his, his first, first name? name? From West Ham. Yes, that's him. That's him, mate. It's popped in my Sc- head now. Parker. Scott Parker. Scott Parker. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. You've had that before. <laughs> Good. Uh, no, I haven't, but he was a good player, oh, man. like a, a yeah, man. very Parker, big man. heart. Yeah, I can, I can relax now. I can relax now. He's hit me. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think he had more of a bit of a fade on the side, maybe. And a, like a, a line, like a comb over style. Him. As soon as you popped up, man, I was like, yeah, that's him. That's him. Got it. Got it. We're happy. <laughs> back to the, um, <laughs> back to the journey, mate. The uh, story, what nah. happened? Yeah, yeah. By the way, I appreciate the compliment. But uh, yeah, so it was a COVID thing. Uh, during COVID, I, yeah, I, I wasn't actually vegan yet. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I first started my podcast before I was vegan. And I was, I've always just been into self-development. And so during COVID, uh, I was in, well, I went to Vietnam to teach uh, science, maths, and uh, for two weeks, I was in a quarantine facility because Vietnam was the only country which was still open during COVID because they, they, they were very quick to lock the borders. So, so I was in England. I managed to find a job out in Vietnam teaching science and maths. And uh, yeah, to get into the country, I had to do quarantine with the army for two weeks. And so whilst I was with the, the army for two weeks, uh, it was quite a... Quite a yeah, I was in the military center, you know, with the army all, all around me. It was quite a good uh, experience. And uh, I was with uh, with other people. And and I, I got in, I thought about why not I just interview us, see how our experience is going. And uh, so, yeah, I, I did two episodes whilst I was with the army for two weeks. And uh, the first one was just myself, uh, solo, just explaining what's happening. And uh, after that, the second episode, I interviewed my fellow people who I was living with. And, and some of them were vegetarians, actually. And uh, during the quarantine, they were getting vegetarian food and they were getting lots of tofu. And I don't think I've ever, up to that point, I don't think I ever saw tofu in my life. And uh, it looked pretty tasty. And so while, while they were eating their tofu and rice, I was, I was just eating uh, some chicken or fish and rice and their food looked more appealing to me. And then after that, uh, I slowly got into trying more plant-based foods and uh, the podcast slowly evolved from there. Mm. So I think that's yeah, I've, so, I've lost. So it was actually an Asian country visiting an Asian country that actually made you turn. 
Now, I'll tell you, in Vietnam, they've got a very big uh, plant-based scene because uh, yeah. they've got lots of street food. They've also got uh, a Buddhist culture, and uh, yeah. a lot of their Buddhists are uh, they eat a plant-based diet. So a lot of the times when I was there, I had friends who were Buddhist, and we used to go to Buddhist temples, and there they, 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 they give free food as well. So that's yeah. how I also started to try a little bit more, just going to these Buddhist temples, trying uh, plant-based food. And then there's also street food, which is so cheap. Uh, for about maybe one pound, I could get an all-you-can-eat. So I used to go to uh, vegan places, and for one pound, I would just get all-you-can-eat. So I initially, before towards the end of 2020, I started to do half a day plant-based, and uh, at the start, it wasn't ethical orientated at all. And then uh, towards the end of 2020, I decided just to completely go fully uh, no animal products in my diet because I, I before I had lots of health problems, such as I had eczema, I had nosebleeds. And uh, yeah, once I got into it was my New Year's resolution to just eliminate animal products from my diet because uh, also my mom, she said that I like animal products. Well, I like animal meat, flesh too much. And so the only reason I used to eat meat three times a day as a kid, it was because I was getting it served by my parents. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. For Same. me. Yeah. Yeah. But my, yeah. my mom, she, she's been, uh, she hasn't really eaten. She's plant-based uh, since, uh, well, almost 28, 29 years. She does, she's not ethically orientated, so she does eat honey and sometimes, very rarely, some uh, dairy products, some yeah, cow's uh, milk, very rarely. But uh, yeah, she always said, I love meat too much. And uh, so that was my New Year's resolution. Mm. And then, do you, yeah. Do you, do you think that if you hadn't have gone to Vietnam and tried tofu, that you, you would have made the same decision or... Or was it kind of in in your head anyway, and you you was kind of going that way? Or you know what? I, who knows? Maybe not. Because who cares? <laughs> during yeah, who cares? But yeah, when I was in Vietnam, I went to Hanoi towards the end of the year, uh, twenty twenty, and uh, yeah, Hanoi is big for dog dog flesh and uh, oh, dog meat. Yeah, and uh, so me and my friends, we were in Hanoi and. I already knew I was going to completely remove animal products from my diet because it was like my New Year's resolution. But one of the the last meals I had was we were staying with a Vietnamese family and they, they went to a, it's a, a shop and it's the shop is just called, uh, uh, it's called uh, Antra, I think that's how you say it in Vietnamese. Uh, so dog, dog, where they sell dog. And I wasn't really keen on eating dog but my friends, they wanted to buy it and uh, they bought th- this dog meat from the shop and uh, yeah, they brought it to the, to the, the home and they, 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 t- they told me, you know, it's, it's culture, we've been doing this, we ate this during the war and they made a, a dog hot pot and my friends, they were... They, they really didn't want to try it, but they tried it. And yeah, because I'm so, I don't know, I got convinced and I, I tried the dog as well. And then after that, I was speaking with my friends and 
I saw their reaction and I was like, because before I worked in Switzerland and in Switzerland, they eat a uh, horse and kangaroo and stuff like this. And during work, whenever they served it, I used to always say no to dog and kangaroo, uh, uh, horse and kangaroo. I, w- I used to say, don't give it to me. So once even at work, they, they served me horse meat and I gave it away to my colleague at work when I was doing an internship in Switzerland. And so I always had some animals, I don't know why, which I was saying we cannot eat. But the dog, when I was in Vietnam, I, I still ate it. But I saw my friend's reaction where initially they're like, let's buy it, let's buy it. And then they were just so sort of put off by the dog. And I thought, why do we eat some animals but not other animals, you know? Ah, yeah. So that's kind of what flipped the switch inside your brain. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah. But that's the thing is, yeah, I still, during that New Year's resolution, there, I've had a few moments where I thought, okay, it's a vegan awakening. So, for example, when I was a kid, my granddad, he's one time, like I was at his farm, and I'd never seen an animal get killed in my life before. And then as we were leaving, he, he took an axe and he just started like uh, hit, hit, sort of, yeah, killing the pig with an axe in the back of its neck. And then that really traumatized me. And then when I was in the car, I asked my parents, like, why did they have to do this? You know, I was maybe nine or 10. And they said, oh, it's the circle of life. And then they just, they would just try to reassure me saying, oh, this has to happen. So that was one vegan awake, sort of not an awakening, but something where I thought about it. And then also I did hunting, crab hunting with my dad, where we used to boil crabs alive. And uh, uh, I never killed an animal myself, but uh, I used to catch the crabs with my hand. I used to go underwater with, with, uh, with uh, what were they called? Flippers. And uh, Mm. my dad used to go with a harpoon gun. And then we used to, I used to catch the crabs. I never used to eat them because I got put off by it, but they, they used to boil the crabs alive. And I, I used to ask them, do the crabs feel pain? And they said, they were like, no, no, it's okay. They don't feel any pain. And so that, that's another vegan awakening. And then, yeah, also during school, one of my teachers, she showed a documentary similar to Dominion when I was in year seven or year eight. And then for many years, I sort of f- thought it could be better than this. Like I thought it's just, Somehow, like you see what's happening on the documentary, and you just live your life in sort of uh, in denial. And then, yeah, and then at university, I did projects based on cultured meat, and I still hadn't made the switch, uh, the flick. And then, after my New Year's resolution, I got rid of uh, animal products, and then I still occasionally had made an odd exception because I wasn't ethically orientated, and then. There was a girl from who studies with me. I, I sort of got into an argument with her about eggs because uh, I was because so, I was sort of in the mindset that if you don't kill something, it's still okay to take their products. So I was sort of she got really upset with me because I was saying it's okay to take eggs because it's not a yeah you're not killing the the chicken. But then she explained to me how they've been bred selectively, how I was still looking at them as an object. All the things that and come with the, it, yeah, 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 yeah. The commodification. So, you, so it's like loads of these little things are built up over time, and then you've gone to Vietnam yeah. and then gone. Okay, that mate. Going back onto the dog thing, like I was a massive meat eater, like as everyone was or is. 
and I was just like steaks, chicken, bit of fish, but just like loads of meat, like four, five, six times a day. But if someone offered me dog soup, what was it like a dog hot pot or something? Exactly, I would never, yeah. I would never touch that. Um, same with a cat burger or a, a horse sandwich. You know what I mean? So it's, it's mad to, to hear these stories where, I mean, I know a lot of people go abroad and they have like a scorpion on a stick or a tarantula or, and I just think that's weird anyway. Like I would never do that. But when it comes to dog meat, it was just something I would never, ever go for. So it's surprising to hear how many people have actually been in these, you know, far away places and had meat. I mean, but then again, I have been to Australia and I think I had crocodile. Um, and I think I even tried kangaroo, but I can't remember. I was drunk all the time in Australia. I can't really remember it much. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So what? what why did they? Why? Why was it that your mates kind of said, "Yeah, I'm going to try dog," and then straight away got put off the idea? It could have been the way we went into the shop because in the shop you can actually see the dead, the dead dog, you know. And there, there's difference between having a product where you you cannot see the victim on your plate, you know? So when you just buy a steak, you see the steak. But as my good friend, uh, Dr. Manil Patel says, if the, the window, if people saw what's happening in the slaughter's houses, if there were windows, everyone would be vegan because we went into the shop, you could see there was, they, they were also selling cat there and there were like uh, amputated cat paws just lying there. So you could, and uh, crazy. And, yeah, they also just, the guy, the Vietnamese guy who I was with, he actually just ate, he was in the shop, he bought the dog meat, and he actually, while we were going back to the car, he actually ate the dog meat raw, the dog flesh raw. Wow. So he ripped off like a piece of the intestine, and they just like ate it raw. So it's crazy, yeah. There's so many nice foods to eat. Yeah. Ones that are not <laughs> not made up of flesh and ligaments and tendons. I just don't. I don't get it, man. I, I don't. So, yeah. how many years has it been for you? Has it been three or four years? You say since so. Since so, so now since COVID, yeah. And then the, the 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 when I actually got the complete switch, it was probably where I actually became vegan. A hundred where I actually understood what it is like an ethical position, even though I was already eating something compatible with veganism before. It was probably last year, uh, last year, mm, probably around November time. I wish I, I should have recorded the exact vegan anniversary so I can have a vegan anniversary. But I guess I can just yeah. say New Year, New Year's Day. I can just start it. I don't know. But um, yeah, uh, I was watching a Lifting Vegan Logic video. And then he just, he said veganism is an ethical position. And he showed a photo of a, of a slaughterhouse. And then it just clicked in my mind. I think all yeah, those yeah. moments before. Yeah. Because I think that there are always talking... is that one time where something happens and it kind of just cements your position. You know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. and again, this this isn't hitting people very, like, you know, like some people will say, yes, I agree with this. I agree with that. I've tried this. I've tried that. But I think one day it just goes, yeah, that is it. Like that is, that is final. You know what I mean? But, for some reason, it takes a while to get through to some people. Um, hopefully, yeah, it's a shame as the internet yeah. has, has kind of you know got got more and more popular, and people are seeing things that we've seen. I do think that 
you know that it will come to a lot of people because um, I don't think it can. I don't think you can see things on stories and get little snippets of things without it eventually building up. That's if you've got a heart and a brain, which some people haven't, but I think most people have. So hopefully it does. Um, so your podcast, mate. So your you started off as like philosophical and health related, self development things like that how has the vegan topic kind of molded into that is it do you find yourself talking about the vegan side more now or is it kind of like a balance or what what what, what's your main focus or is it still on 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 a mix of everything so for me if you want to become the best version of yourself like veganism was the logical entailment of that because like now I cannot take people seriously if they have not, if they cannot understand veganism, like I I sort of like that you can be the biggest strong man in the world. And I I just won't take them seriously because it's a lot about mindset as well, because you have to live this every day. For example, if you're feeling down, you kind of just like take out your anger on the victim by a stake, you know? So it's about just living it every day until the rest of your life. And so that for me is just uh, the ultimate thing you can do, just being aware that every one of your choices has an implication and picking the choice which doesn't involve violating the rights of someone. Mm. I think, yeah, I think the problem, the main problem is, for me, isn't the the food thing, you know, you know, you said, you know, you get hungry and people will go, oh, I was driving past McDonald's and I was hungry and I had a craving and I just nipped into the drive through and had a Big Mac. Like that that to me isn't, the, the that's the easy bit for me. It's like, you know, I, I don't care about cravings and if I'm hungry, I'm hungry. I just eat <laughs> eat some food that I want to eat uh, and that's it. But with me, it's kind of like the, the loneliness of it in a way. I know that it's not that bad now with the internet, but I can imagine it was a lot worse 50 years ago when you've got, you haven't even got a Nokia and you sit in a pub with 20 people and <laughs> all you can eat is beans and rice. But with me, it's, it's that side of it where that that's the challenge, like dealing with stupid comments or dealing with being the only person in the room or, you know, whatever. But with with the food thing, it's, it's, it's mad how that, like you say, a lot of people do agree and they will say, oh, yeah, I agree with that. But oh, but I like I like cheese. I'm hungry. You know, I've got to eat five meals a day, and I'm out at work, and I just can't see how that's difficult, especially in developed countries. Have you had any problems yourself with that? Or uh, to be honest, I, I don't think so, really. No, because oh, yeah, not at all. Just, maybe just when you're plant based and you, you you're just like you see it as a diet, and then you see other people, you still see animals as food. So initially I'll be, when I was plant-based, I'd be like, I, I was sort of seeing myself as into a little bit of a box. And I'll be like, oh, these people are eating, they're having fun eating animal flesh, meat, because I still saw them as food, you know? But then since the shift in the mind, I haven't really found it too too difficult, yeah, to be honest. The, the, the one, probably... I don't know if it affects me negatively, the, the negative trolls, but so far I haven't felt that either, to be honest. Oh, trolls is another thing, yeah. It's, you know, the uh, the bloke in Australia who 
he's an English bloke actually, and he banned all vegans from his restaurant because they protested uh, outside yeah. or something. Um, I've had more. Oh, it, it's, it's weird because online you can't kind of you can't get to people because and that's what infuriates me the most. You know, I can't if they say no or disappear or there's nothing you can do. But I've had I've had the same as the the bloke in Australia where, but on the other side where meat eaters have come past my shop and shouted stuff. I've had people come in and then not like, storm out and say things, and it's like, how can they? How can they pinpoint all the hate on the one side when I've had it as well? Do you know what I mean? I've had them kind of trolls. Mm. I've had kind of like the the real life trolls as well, which doesn't happen very often because even activists don't really get too much bother. Uh, so I'm told. Um, talking of activism, have you, have you? Did you do a little bit in the street? I've seen you've done. You've done your yeah, own yeah, I've done quite quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, there's debate tables, and uh, I've done See, that, this for the voiceless. That's it, mate. I've seen him. Yeah, it, it takes it takes balls to to do it. Um, it, how how have you found it, and how long did it take to kind of get into that? Because you are quite new to the finger, you know, two, three, four years. What is it? Four years? What? what when was COVID? Now I forgot. Three years. COVID is probably coming up to twenty. Probably three years now, right? Yeah, probably so coming three, up three years, years on the vegan scene and yeah. already doing doing street activism. How's that been? And how did it? How did it? Um, how did you get into that? Was it an easy thing for you? Or actually, how did I get into it? Now that you, yeah, I thought I forgot, but now I remember. Uh, there was a, I had a guy on my podcast. He was called Doctor Faraz Harsini. He's a. I don't know if you heard about him. He's a. He works for the Good Food Institute. So they're an institute who are pr- uh, promoting awareness about alternative proteins such as uh, f- uh, plant-based meats or cultured meat made from stem cells. And after the inter- towards the end of the interview, he said, I'm going to do a cube. And uh, uh, the cubes are basically just when you come with the TV screens. I don't know if you've seen this, but they get into a circle and then people come up and uh, you, you, there's some people there on the outside. So when you're in the cube holding the screen, you cannot talk. And then you then get into debates with the people. Uh, there's a protocol you follow. So you ask them, you know, are you against animal abuse? How, how do you feel when you see this video? And then they answer a few questions. And then you ask, and then at the end you ask them like, uh, if you see they're a troll, they're just making excuses. You just say, have a nice day. But if you, Towards the end, you ask them, like, are you going to go vegan or not? You know, what's stopping you? And then, yeah, that's the goal of these cubes, just to spread awareness. And Faraz, he told me I was in Switzerland also a few, yeah, a few recently. And uh, I did a cube there and I can set you up with someone if you want. And I'm pretty open to trying new things. So I thought, why not? And so he set me up with this chap. Yeah, yeah, because that same week, actually, I was there. During the queue, yeah, 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 quality. Have you came across good outcomes or negative outcomes from doing it? If you, what's it, what's the general kind of response from people when you know when you've got them in, in front of this screen and they're seeing it? Do you, do you get what's the percentage? Do you get is it mainly positive or do you get a lot of idiots or very rare idiots to be honest? Yeah, to be honest, like, you're in Switzerland, so I think it's kind of a chill place, isn't it? But yeah yeah they're they're very law-abiding the the worst i've probably seen is a kid maybe 13 14 he went into the supermarket next to us 
and bought some, you know, some some animal flesh, and then we're just eating it. Some ham, yeah. So that's probably the worst. Or, so, or some old, or some it, elderly was gentleman. Really tough. Did it, was he really tough looking? Predator like, savage, violent, barbaric? No, just just your your normal adolescent, you know. Yeah. But, to be honest, but, I was yeah, an idiot but, at thirteen, so I can't say much. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was just like, yeah, he's not thinking too much. So, but yeah, just before I'm interested to hear so about your your shop. You said because as I understand, you're you're a martial arts teacher, right? Not quite, mate. I'm a part time PT, you know. I just throw a bit of boxing in there. So I'm not, okay, I'm not cool. officially a, you know, like a boxing coach or nothing like that. But uh, I had a food business. Well, I've got a food business. I had um, a takeaway for two and a half years. Uh, unfortunately, had to close. Uh, I didn't have to close, but chose to. Cost of living um, made it very difficult. But also the stress and unsociable hours. And I just had enough. And uh, I'm into the cold, cold food now. So... During the time that I did have the takeaway, there was a lot of idiots who used to walk past and give me a bit of grief or whatever. Um, and I think I forgot to finish that point earlier when I related it to the to the bloke. And my argument was, you know, why would someone do something and then judge everyone, you know, tar everyone with the same brush? So, like, I'd have people come in and be like, oh, I can't eat this veggie shit and I can't feed myself with cabbage and just putting their head in the door and shouting stuff. and I didn't ban meat eaters, you know what I mean? I didn't ban white people. I didn't ban fat people. <laughs> but for some reason, you can ban vegan people for the behavior of one or two, which is quite mad. Um, and I'd love to send you some food as a sample, but I think the postage and the cold temperature might be a problem, mate, to get it over to there. So when you're back, I could send you a, send you a couple of meals to try. Yeah, I'll be back uh, start of well mid November. So if you're in London, I don't know where you're based. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we'll get some get some meals down to you. Have you had any shit yourself off people who don't agree with you getting rid of animal flesh out of your diet, or has it been quite peaceful? Pretty peaceful. Yeah, my parents they accepted it pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no problems they, uh, at all. Well, that, yeah. that's strange because you, you, you might, when you said your mum's been plant based for what, 29 years? Yeah. Uh, did that not rub off on you as a kid or did she, I mean, did, did she cook and handle meat as, uh, uh, you know, when she was doing your food or was it, because usually Correct, you kind of yeah. follow your parents, don't you? So it's quite strange that you didn't go down that, that path anyway. Yeah, I know it's strange, but because she always saw it as a diet. So I'm, someone who's against diets in general because but veganism isn't a diet because you have so many ways of eating compatible with veganism and uh you know you can do keto vegan low carb vegan and all of this and she for her it's more of a diet and if she if if i had someone like you or dr minil patel just shouting at me and telling me about the, the ethical arguments for veganism i would have gone vegan much uh, quicker given that i knew i could live because i i thought i would die if i go vegan yeah well so you, I thought they would... you can't blame yourself for something you didn't see i mean i can't believe that i went 26 years without even thinking about it like it just didn't enter my head and that's just how powerful the conditioning was 
And if you if you don't see, you know, if no one shows you, um, you know, a, a, a calf getting dragged away from the, the the mother cow, and no one shows you pigs screaming in gas chambers, you're not gonna you're not gonna know, are you? And that's why I think people try and put up the fight against it a lot of it and go, oh no, you know, it's, it's fine because they haven't got to see it. It's easy when you got, when you don't see it. But I think you're the same as me. You can't kind of hide it when it when it's when it's in the computer. It's there, isn't it? Yeah. Was there any times and... where you've kind of thought? Obviously, in the early stages, any time where you've kind of thought, "I've had enough of this," or is, have you been quite solid all the way through? You seem like obviously you've now put it into your podcasts and stuff, and you you've got a solid a solid view on it. So, as I said at the start, I was just seeing. I was just, I just eliminated my product, well, animal products, non-human animal products from my diet so that I improved my health. So I cured my eczema. I, before I used to get nosebleeds a lot when I was eating animal products. And for some reason, I don't know why, but my nosebleeds have cured up. That's just completely anecdotal. So I know everyone's got their own anecdotes, but this is what happened to me. And uh, just early days, when I first went, uh, eliminated animal products, I was making exceptions. So I was eating maybe an Indian once per week where they would have some fry with some butter or uh, put some paneer uh, cheese into their curry. And because for me, it was like a diet at the start. And then mm. eventually I transitioned now. So it's, once it clicked, no exceptions, you know. Uh, well, that's the thing. When, it's, when, it, it, when it is just about health and diet, you can easily stray off, can't you? You, you know, if someone's doing a, a keto diet and someone offers them a pizza and they're like, oh, I'm going to eat a bit of that pizza um, and, and go up. But when that can happen, obviously, if you're on a vegan diet and you don't care about the ethical side of it and someone goes, there's a chicken wing, you're probably going to have it. But when you've actually seen and you've, 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 you've looked into the, the horror show of it, I think it's easy, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I agree. And a lot of people, they get, yeah, they see the horror show and they're, they're like you or me. But there's also some vegans who I like to add who they don't feel anything when they see the horror show. For example, it's like, if I'm going to be honest, a lot of the time when I see stuff on the screen, I feel nothing because in my life I've seen so many. Uh, so much messed up stuff through films that when I see stuff on the screen, I don't really feel too much. It's just, I feel back, I think back to how I saw it in real life when I saw my granddad actually killing the pig in front of me. And then I have flashes and because it's so easy to get detached. And there's there's a lot of vegans such as Nutrivore or Dr. Avi. They, they also, what got them into veganism was the more the, philosophical ethical argument side so i just like to add also that i've seen that different approaches also work for different people some people they just don't react at all but when you get into a debate situation and if they come if they realize the ethical arguments you know so how some people they can be a visual learner some people can be auditory i think that maybe there's perhaps something like this with uh veganism even though for me when i see it for me, when I think of it, how it is in real life, it's always more uh, serious in my mind. Yeah, mm. it's, it's mad, isn't it? Because I don't think I've seen anything in real life. I don't think I've seen. I honestly don't think I've seen 
I think the only thing I can think of is like when we were a kid and there was a there was a pigeon dying in the bushes and some blokes come up and just snapped his neck to put it put oh, it out geez. of his, his misery, like which which obviously was a good thing because this pigeon is just cabbaged in the corner. Um, and I, other than that, I can't really because obviously I'm you know I'm from a town, I'm from a you know near a city. I'll, there's no you don't go to farms when you, you know I don't go to a farm when I was a kid and I didn't really see anything. But I think that kind that that in a way is even worse than seeing it for me. Maybe not, but to not see it at all and then see it on on a screen, I'm like Jesus Christ, man, you know. And which is probably why a lot of farm people don't don't bat an eyelid to it because they they're kind of brought up around it. But yes, it's it's strange. Yeah, mate. What? Yeah, what I, 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 I just like yeah. I just like Sorry, to add that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, just yeah. like to add that when when you first see it. Like it can, it's a shock, and for some people, it, it the more they see it, there's lots of vegans. They almost get post-traumatic uh, stress disorder just when they're exposed to this content all the time. Or there's some there's some vegans who, when they see it so much, they just sort of become numb to it. And then, for example, I saw a, a, a I think I saw a new video the other day where a pig got beheaded, and I never saw that, and that was like a shock at the moment, you know. I'd, yeah, man. I, I think I've. I think I'm at that point now. I think I'm at the point where I don't even want to say. Like, I don't even want to talk about the video that I've just seen. Literally twenty minutes ago. It's just disgusting, man. But I didn't get that. You know, I didn't get the same feeling I did six months ago. Say, but I still know that it's absolutely horrific, and it's now driven me to do what I do and cook more food and sell more food and push the message and argue with more idiots in the Instagram comments, you know, just, just gives me that fire to, 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 to keep doing what I'm doing. But, but emotionally, I don't get, I think I know what you mean. I don't get that connection that I would say a few months ago or a year ago. So I, I do think that numbness is, is, is a thing. Uh, where, where would you say you're at with it? Yeah. Cause you know, we see so much violence on the screen, uh, even in films and stuff. So like when I see it, I know it's terrible, and but it's sort of there's because I've seen most of I've seen a lot of the videos are sort of the same. I sort of become numb to it, and then but every now and again you see something new which you haven't seen before, and then it's just like a shock, you know. Mm. It's uh, it's so so grim. Your activism, mate. Do you see it going anywhere in the future? Are you focusing more on your YouTube channel? Are you focusing more on street activism? Does it tie in with each other? Where Where do you see yourself going with the whole thing? Are you going to base your kind of the majority of your time on this? Have you got other things going on, work related, or where Where do you see yourself in the future? So, yeah, I, I see this as a part-time hobby of mine. So I'm trying to bring the most value for the effort that I put in. And I think people, they love debunking. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to do ethical debunks. Well, so debunk them and then bring it back to veganism. So I've got a whole list of, of people who have made uh, very, uh, yeah, cringeworthy claims and uh it's time to slowly just make reels maybe one or two reels per week because these do really good i found on instagram reels and yeah. and potentially also there's a space for uh for because interviews are good with the, the main experts which i've done but i also want to 
maybe to make it more detailed. So get the expert to come in and present their paper so people can know the methodology behind the paper, how to read the results. Because there's so much, uh, like a lot of people online, there's so much uh, misunderstanding about how to read uh, science and uh, nutritional research. And I think, I'm not sure how good it will do, but I think it could, at least for me, it'll be good to get to speak with the main experts, get them to share their their paper while they're explaining the the method. Uh, yeah, so that that's the goal. So I think, yeah, I did a vote uh, the other day. What do you guys want to see? They voted for debunking. People love debunking. So yeah, well, this is it, man. There's a lot of shit that people say that just it just needs to be debunked over and over and over until people get the message. I don't understand how long it's got to go on for before people go. Oh, okay, that must be true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what's the most ridiculous statement that you would like to debunk? What's the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard or one of that you just cannot get your head around? I saw Dr. Ids. He did a he did a very nice debunk. I don't, I don't know oh, if you follow him. Yeah, he's, he's the... Um, yeah, he's just the, the debunk king, isn't he? Yeah, it's a shame he he always on his stories. He's always posting him like uh, yeah, chomping down on a piece of uh, cow. But yeah, I don't understand how people like him they can know all the nutrition and then yeah, if oh, he so knows he's, the ethical so he's not, argument. He's not vegan. No. Oh, that's disappointing me, man. That's ah, uh, oh, that's a shame. Maybe yeah. will be. Maybe you just need to see more footage that we've seen. Maybe, maybe, maybe he just yeah. addicted the food. He's um he's got a stressful job. Maybe in two years he'll just eat chicken, and then maybe he'll just eat fish, and then maybe he'll cut it. Oh, that's that's really disappointing, me, man. But carry on, sorry. But yeah, he's got a really good, one of his pinned reels. It's got him talking about how there's a guy. Well, he's a re- he always does reaction videos, and that he's talking about a guy. He's talking about how. He saw a girl and then she had a, a glucose monitor and he told her, oh, I can cure your, your, no, your diabetes. And there's type 1 diabetes, which you cannot cure. And, uh, yeah, and the, he basically was just explaining to like, this guy is telling someone with type 1 diabetes that I can cure it through, through my, you know, my detoxification protocol or whatever it is. And, uh, yeah, that's got crazy amount of uh, views, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder what. It's interesting that he's not vegan, but he does debunk everything. I just thought he was vegan. I was like, oh, I don't need to watch half of his stuff. But the stuff I have watched has kind of been on the plant-based side. It'd be interesting to see what vegan myths that he he's debunked on, on, you know, opposing us. Because, you know, there is a lot of crap from both sides. Um, there's also more truth in the the plant-based side from what I've seen, which is obviously why I'm vegan. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see what, what else he's kind of debunked. Is there anything that he's said that you don't like that, that's opposing veganism? Because everything I've seen, he's kind of, got, he's kind of plant-based um, approach he's got, you know what I mean? Yeah, generally he's pretty good, I'll say. He's always... Uh... So in nutrition, you have like an evidence hierarchy and uh, he's always citing evidence from the top. So meta-analyses where you group studies together and they get the results from that. So generally, he's pretty good. I've got 
a friend called uh, uh, Hunter Toby. He's a former hunter. You should get him on. Ah, uh, oh, yes, I know. I know the one, mate. He's uh, from America or Canada or something. America, yeah. Empty Cages, his name is on emptycages.vegan. He's got a, a moustache, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Correct. I know the one. Yeah, he he challenged him to a debate about veganism, and uh, yeah, he's got he's got a real on his TikTok where it's like, Doctor Ids, uh, I challenge you to a debate, but Doctor Ids, he just uh, dodges the debate. Yeah, yeah, I, I can only respect people who don't dodge debates, even though they chat rubbish. Because um, I've tried loads. I've even had like people on calls where they're like, "I'll call you," because they're they're obviously interested in the topic, but they they don't want to go on the on the mic and. And, and talk so people can see but i'm thinking well if you're so confident in your you know your your point of view then surely you'd want to back that up you know if if i've if i've got a, an opinion on anything that's my opinion and i'm willing to say that opinion in front of anyone so I'd, it's a bit strange isn't it that maybe maybe it's what we think it is that they they haven't got an, an argument they they they'll get backed into a corner like they do every time and then go oh but i like meat and they don't want to show themselves up. Have, have you? Would you say you've had? I mean, what? How many? How many debates have you had? Just getting off people off comments because I think if you're, if you're, you know, open to commenting on a public post with your, you know, with your point of view, surely that you're open to a discussion. Like, if what kind? Have you, have you been close with a few and then they've disappeared, like me, or do you kind of so, get a good heat? Cause, so I wish that yeah, I could get more. Just just the one, but maybe I should. Yeah, I haven't really had the goal of getting people to debate, but maybe I should be more. Like I've asked every time I've asked, which it hasn't been a lot. That normal, most of the time they've just said no. You know that sometimes they even just reply with a, a an emo, what they call the meme emojis, where it's just someone saying no. You know. And uh, it's a shame. So that they can talk. The other one that gets me is I haven't got time. But yeah. I've just been arguing with you for three days on a on an Instagram <laughs> post, but you, but you haven't yeah. got time. And even yeah, if you haven't got when time, write... get, get up, get up at five o'clock, and then do it for an hour. Do you know what I mean? Like, come on. But now, nah, yeah, it's um, it's crazy, isn't it? Mate, I've yeah, also your... write these long ones. They write these long texts, like this long, and uh, yeah, it's just... I ain't got time. Yeah, I know for a Insane. fact that took five minutes to write. You know what I mean? And you were nipping on. You were also nipping onto Google and coming back. I know you were because you wouldn't write in that way. So don't tell me you haven't got time, Patrick. I saw one of your videos where you mentioned is it NTT or double NT to do with yeah, trades, yeah. and it's kind of like a a position where you put people into the, into this position where you say, "What is it? Is that right?" Where you say, "What traits?" as a you as the animal got that a human hasn't got and someone commented that or you commented to say that you should have used that again well what is that is that like a new thing i haven't heard of like ntt or double nt uh do you know which post this was under because i i think it was the one with the bloke with the checkered shirt and the, and the cap the one who failed miserably in trying to defend his choice choices against you uh was it about a month ago and okay. someone, yeah. I'm sure someone said I should have used. But what is that? Did, what, 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 did, what? did I comment that or did someone else comment that? I think someone else com- commented it, but I'm not okay. sure. What, but what, what is that? Does that ring a bell? So I, I meant yeah. to ask you about that. 
Well, I know what NTT is, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I cannot remember this specifically. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I commented saying, uh, yeah, to tell someone to use NTT again. But NTT is basically name the trait. So that's it. So, yeah, ba- I, I knew it was trait. Yeah, name the trait. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's big. It's in the in the vegan sort of philosophical philosophical sphere. So people such as the Nutrivor. I don't know if you've watched his content, but mm-hmm. uh, but he's, he's got bit, yeah. probably yeah. It's probably one of his funniest videos is when he got a a carnist to to state. I can send you this after actually to state that his balls. He doesn't know if his balls exist. So he he get really gets into philo- philosophy, yeah. So he, he gets into like the epistemic, the theory of knowledge and stuff, and then he he gets people to admit uh, crazy stuff, you know. That's how he he sort of works. But that NTT is basically name the trait. So you sort of you you say you ask the person what trait does the animal not have or have that you're exploiting that if a human did have or did not have this trait it will be okay to do the same thing so you can word it like what what um what is true of a cow that if a human would have this trait it will be okay to um exploit them for a cheeseburger you know and mm-hmm. and then what what they do is that they'll give you a trait and then they will, uh, you, what you can do is it's called the reductio. So you show them that they're, it's, in Latin, it's like reductio ad absurdum or something like this, if I'm saying it correctly. But you basically show that their position, uh, it entails um, a, a stupid scenario. So if they say, for example, it's intelligence, the trait, so cows aren't intelligent, then you just say so. What about if a human was not intelligent, you'll be okay to exploit them for a cheeseburger, you know? They, they, they'll say stuff like uh, intelligence or they'll, they'll say something. They, they might say uh, social, it's a sociological implication. So then you could just say, oh, if you could heal, kill a human in a vacuum with no sociological implications for a cheeseburger, yeah. would that be okay? For example, if it was like legally allowed or whatnot. And yeah. uh Sometimes they'll name the trait, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I've read, I, I saw something from Lifting v- Vegan Logic where he says if you can't argue with emotion or something like that, um, where yeah. people are, oh, you know, I don't care, then there's got to be like a logical reason. And if you know, if, if you don't mention emotion, I think it is then you've got to then go down the logical path and say, well, yeah, you know, and you use obviously this this example. Carry on, sorry, mate. So uh, as I said, Doctor RV, Doctor uh, Nutrivor, both of them. NTT was what made them vegan and they don't react as, as I understand not too well to the slaughterhouse footage and for them it was more the just being made being made a fool which made them realize that they have to become vegan you know and this was yeah. this is why NTT is pretty effective and and empty cages he does a lot of NTT in his reels on uh, Instagram where yeah Sometimes people, they'll make up a trait as well. And then you just have to ask them, like, what's the evidence for this trait, you know? Yeah. They'll say, it's they'll make up. It's good when they say, you know, uh, humans are amazing. We've been into space. And I think Joe Carbstrom once said, uh, he's like, but you haven't been, you haven't been to space. You know what I mean? Like, what, what humans might, might be great, but you know, what, what have you done? Do you know what I mean? Like, what, what, what gives you the, the right to think that you're superior and you can do what you want like what 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 have you done even if you had been to space 
why does why does that give you the right then to chop a, a cow's head off? You know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, it's mad. Yeah, there's. I, I can find a group of humans who haven't been to space, you know. So then they, it's okay to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's just yeah. Name the trait is pretty effective. Yeah, and it's yeah. what what vegans should do is. Uh, I, I'm trying to improve my debating skills. I'm I'm still yeah. I'm learning a lot. And uh, I've got a lot of people who I sometimes message to ask for tips. And uh, they say that you have to, if you see someone's dodging, you don't let them dodge. You keep on asking the question. You, you know, you don't sort of let them divert the subject. You just like, if they ask you a question in return, you just ignore that. You ask the question again. And uh, it's also, they also say it's also good to have a debate uh, proposition. So before you get in a debate, you ask the person, what do you believe? You know, mm -hmm. so for example, if they believe, are oh, you being a hypocrite? Uh, yeah, you ask them, okay, during the debate, okay, you think vegans are hypocrites? That's the debate proposition. Because otherwise, it just becomes too much of a, a conversation, which just goes you into... To, yeah, you need to like focus on one thing kind of to, to, yeah. to, 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 to tackle one problem rather than touch on many problems yeah like, yeah 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 nice yeah, so um, for example yeah so for, just to interrupt for example if debate is vegans are hypocritical you then you just get into the debate and then you ask them okay hip, hypocrisy is normally you have a value and your actions not in the alignment with that value so then you ask you ask the person okay which value am i not in alignment with you know and then if they cannot name you a value or they name you a value and you say, okay, that's not the value I have. That's the end of the debate, you know? Mm. What's the best debate you've ever had? One that stands well, out. Well, I, I haven't had many debates. That's the thing. Yeah. I, well, well, maybe I shouldn't have debate. Maybe uh, just conversation in general, you know, in the street. Have you had any interesting ones or have you, have you, have you turned anyone? Have you, have you kind of got through to anyone? You, you never know. That's the thing. But I've had people who have said it, right? But you just don't know whether they like, planted some big seeds, kind of thing. Yeah, like, like I had, yeah, like the other day, I was speaking with two girls, and they were like, "What?" When I was when I mentioned dog meat, you know, I was like, "Would you eat dog meat?" And then I was like, "They're like, what? You cannot eat a dog. A dog's not for food." And then I slowly explained to them, and at the end, they had no arguments at the end. So. Mm. And then that's also turn around and, oh, yeah. ooh, I like it, and that's the just because I like it is, is usually the one I get at the very end. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's yeah. Say again. Yeah, I, I was going to say the girls. They probably the, the girls probably went off and um, realized that they couldn't win. You know, you, you probably got through to them, and then they turn around in their head and just go, you know, oh yeah, but I like it because that's what I get most of the time. You just narrow it down, and then just go, yeah, but I like it, and you're like, oh, okay, good. That's a really good point, but you know you got nothing else to say you should definitely get some good uh, like some of the top vegan debaters on your podcast such as empty cages there's a guy from india he's called apota and they've got lots of good tips and hey, i've uh, got one here man i've got i got one on that's why that's why i asked you to come on man <laughs> no i'm still learning i'm still learning like yeah. even i like i'm still trying to unlearn speciesism every day like mm. i i still try and gain more compassion you know and like for example when i still when i still see bad stuff with humans happening i still naturally feel a little bit more sad and yeah so i still haven't completely equalized it you know
So I don't know, mm. like Lift and Vega Logic, he did a, a similar video the other day where he was talking about what's happening in, you know, in Israel and Palestine yeah. between them. And he said that even him right now, he sees what's happening and he feels naturally more sad than what he sees in Slaughterhouse footage. And mm. I know it's like, I don't know, maybe it's because I look like what they're humans, you know, but mm. that's another topic know what's really, your take. Because, uh, although you do get drawn, obviously, to cruelty to humans rather than cruelty to animals, you are naturally drawn to that. It ultimately boils down to the point of suffering and pain is the same across anyone who is, you know, living. You know, you, you, can't, you can't tell me that if you, you know, poke someone's eyes out just because they're human they're gonna feel it more you know what i mean it's just it's crazy how you are naturally drawn to certain things same as me with a fish and a dog i don't really care about the fish and i care about the dog but ultimately it boils down to the ability to suffer isn't it um you know you get that a lot now you've seen oh yeah but you, you know you, you're fighting this fight but look what's going on in blah de blah and then my reply to someone the other day was well why do you care about Palestine now, but you don't care about Ethiopia? Or So it's easy to then look at something bad and go, oh, that's worse. But it doesn't change the fact that, you know, 8 billion people are causing what we're causing on a mass scale. Whereas with a war, you're not causing the war. You know, you're not, you know, I don't know where our tax money goes. Uh, we might be funding the war, but um, you're not actually directly funding it or, or you know, it's a political problem and um i just hope that people can understand that we haven't got to do something just because something else is going on you know what i mean so back to the point about the fish you made um would, would you still even now after five how, how long did you say you've been vegan five years uh i think four years vegan five years plant-based I swear that number changes every week, but it's something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you still feel, do you, do you still feel, so what was it? You feel no empathy for fish, you said, or less? Yeah, the only, the only thing I can think of is when you watch like Blue Planet or whatever it's called and the little fish was at the bottom of the sand of the ocean and he was like carving a, a you know, a little sand painting uh, to attract the female. And I'm like, oh, you know, that is, they're clever, you know, they're intelligent, they're, they're beautiful things. And, and I think, oh, you know, but I wouldn't, I understand that they are sentient animals, but if someone caught a fish, you know, I wouldn't get the same anger that I get from someone locking up a pig, you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that I promote it or that doesn't mean that I, you know, I, I, um, I condone it. It just means I don't have that emotional attachment whereas with mammals and humans and you know I, I do uh but the reason i don't eat fish and i don't do that is because i wouldn't kill one myself and you've got to be consistent haven't you so i admit i don't care about fish or do i is that the right word i do care about fish i just don't get upset when one gets caught you know what i mean uh and that's just me not having the the you know the the relation to it but what about yourself is it are you the same or well i used to do fishing as well and that was something another awakening i had well or just a re 
one those moments where like I used to ask my dad, does it not hurt to put the hook in there through their mouth, you know? And so, yeah. so yeah, I sort of, I've, yeah, it's kind of tough for me to say exactly what I feel, but yeah, I, I would say if I would say probably the life of a pig, if I had to choose one or the other, it would depend on the circumstances, but because of a, a pig has more neurons in the brain, I would say it's, it's probably got a higher capacity to suffer more. So I believe there's sort of a, a, a scale of sentience, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so cause it's got a yeah. higher, like a neuron cortical count. So it's got more of a capacity. Probably this is just my suggestion. I, yeah, I don't know anything about this topic, but because it's got a bigger brain, it, it might be able to, it doesn't mean that it's, it's, it's still morally relevant, the fish as well, but yeah. Yeah. I, I could probably, a good comparison is comparing it to if someone catches a fish and, and, you know, takes it home and eats it, I could probably compare that to killing a fly that's pissing you off. I wouldn't kill, you know, I wouldn't tread. On, I wouldn't go walk down the road and tread on a snail, and I'm not going to be bothered if someone does. But I'm just not going to do it because I want to be consistent and not hurt nothing. You know what I mean? So I think that's the same as the fish. And also, I think a big part of it is, you know, the missus is pescatarian, and if she's having fish and chips, I don't look at that fish in disgust and be like, oh my god. Whereas if it was a piece of bacon, I'd be like, you know, that grew two inches away from the pig's penis and then it was went through all that suffering and then it was chopped up and then cured and blah 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 it's not quite as disgusting as it fish but again i just don't take part in it because it's consistency so so if someone for example was uh going around trump trump uh, uh well, stamping on snails would mm. you would you have would you do anything or would you just be like Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I'd probably grab, grab and by the hair. You know what I mean? But <laughs> so, so you do care then, because you, you mentioned it's snails. Like, you said it's, 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 I feel like a, I feel like a, a carnist now when I'm trying to get find out where the line is between a dog and a pig. Now I'm thinking, I'm going to be. Do I do I care about this? Now, nah, yeah, like, like anyone who's anyone who's going around causing chaos. And inflicting damage on on animals, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get mad. I just don't get as mad if someone's fishing. Um, but then I get mad when I see a video of someone with a sledgehammer smacking a dolphin on the top of the head. It's just it really is strange. We, and the whole point of this is why I'm so consistent. That's the reason why because you can't just say that and say that. You know what I mean? I, you know, I, I don't like some people, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a hook through the the mouth and you know suffocate them. Do you know what I mean? So it's uh, it's a strange one. Are, are you the same? Uh, I, to be honest, I do feel something. Yeah, I do feel um, yeah sorrow for fish. I guess yeah, spe- mm-hmm. like because I feel like because I'm like oh, if I had a hook through my mouth, I'll be feeling that you know. But mm-hmm. uh, consistency is a lot, you know, because you don't have a lot of you don't always have footage in front of you. So it's easy to just become uh, desensitized with the shops. So when you're aware of the philosophical arguments, I think it's very strong as well when you just know about the consistency. 
so you can live it every day. Mm. And what, what made you vegan, by the way, out of interest? Uh, same as you, just these little things that added up over time. All these little, these little th- seeds that just get getting planted. And I've had this before where someone's gone, yeah, but you, someone influenced you to, to do it. It's like a new thing and blah, blah. But literally, my brother turned veggie for no reason at all, just for the fact that he couldn't be asked to chop out the, the nasty bits of meat anymore. He was just like, I'd rather, I'd rather just eat, eat veggie. Um, but that wasn't like a big influence. It was just, oh, I'll, I'll look into that. You know what I mean? But it, it, was just, it was just over time, yeah. It was just over time and these things didn't add up. And I've always been against dog cruelty. Like, you know, if I see a post of a dog getting abused, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. You know what I mean? I'm like, what the, what the fuck's going on, man? Where are they? Rescued two dogs down the road the once, uh, helped, you know, someone steal the dogs and we got, got them gone. Um, but yeah, and then one day I just thought, I can't. You kept seeing posts, like, you know, like a truck fell over and squashed some pigs or some chickens or something. And then everyone was commenting on Facebook, oh my God, the poor animals. And then it was just, it was just hitting me, man, the, the, the hypocrisy, you know what I mean? And, and then one day it was just, okay, let me look into the health side of it. Okay, we're fine. I know what to do. Um, look, let's look at some debates. Can I argue? No, can't argue with any of the debates. So I think that I've got to make the, the switch. And I think it was five years ago or four years ago where I knew that it was my last sausage and, and bacon, you know, like your pigs in blankets. Um, and I knew, I knew it was the last one. Uh, and then I'm like, well, why didn't I just, if I knew, then why did I do it? But obviously greed took over. My taste buds won. And um, I remember going New Year and I said, that's it, I'll never touch any cheese or or anything again. Um, sorry, that was meat. So it was meat for a year. And then the next New Year or Christmas was the time where I had cheese. And again, that was the end of it. So, yeah, man, it's just, I think it boils down to just, like you said earlier, just keeping that image fresh in your head, knowing what it is. Whereas some people can just go, nah, I'm, um, I can forget about that. Yeah, if we saw the animals getting killed off, we actually had to do the dirty work ourselves. And then we just had the option of growing some crops. It'll be a different story, you know? And uh, so, so you, so you went initially vegetarian for, for one year. Yeah. Yes, mate. Yeah. I did, I did tamper with it like the year before. So I, I have done like six months of a vegan and then I went back and I went down to London. Actually, I got a mate in Chiswick and he took me to a steakhouse and it 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 had been like six months and I was chewing it, man. And I was chewing it and I was thinking, that's different now, you know what I mean? I've done six months. Um and that was in the that was in the winter as well. So I think it was only like a month or two after that where I I you know, I had my sausage and bacon and, and that was it then, mate. And it was never it was never on my mind again. There's not one time ever that it's ever you know, I've ever been, had a few beers and walked past a kebab house or sat next to someone with, um, you know, a sausage sandwich or anything like that and got the craving. I've just, just completely, completely eradicated it from my diet and never looked back, mate. Yeah. So what about you and your family? Is there, is there been any, any changes or? Well, my mum, she said so. Your your dad, your dad's a big meat meat eater and he's stuck in his ways and yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Got no chance. (laughs) 
But who knows? He he's open to it because he's got quite high cholesterol. So he's sometimes asking me about tips on you know how can I reduce my LDL cholesterol levels, and yeah, I'll tell him like cut out the the, the meat, you know. And, uh, oh, well, I'm glad he asked. Yeah. My, my dad don't give a shit, so it's good that he's even asking the the question. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, yeah. Patrick, one hour and nine, so that's been probably about bang on, mate. Thanks for uh, thanks for nipping in. No, thanks for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. I've, it's been a really cool conversation. Yeah, nice to bounce yeah. off. I think we had a lot to talk about. We could keep on going on for a long time, I think. I know, mate. I know. It's, it's mad to get down into that little fish fish uh, zone then and talk about the fish in the snail. I'm like, whoa, hang on a bit. That's fried my head a little bit. So, again, <laughs> it's something to learn. And um, it's good to meet you in person, mate. And I'll keep enjoying your activism in the streets and obviously this next debate that's coming with the checkered shirted man who you're going to actually yeah, yeah. absolutely rip apart so i can't wait for that one well, well we'll we'll see we'll see because he told me i've got a very good argument why you should stop being vegan he, he messaged me that by dm and i was like okay so listen we've we've studied this and researched it we want we it took a lot to get rid of these chicken wings man do you know what i mean so Good luck. That's all I can say to people. Yeah. Um, and what, oh, what's yeah. the future? Sorry, mate. Yeah. Uh, sorry, mate. Before you go, question. Your last name is? It's uh, Razorov. Or you can say Razorov. English people prefer Rus- to say Razorov. Ruski? Ruski, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Russian, Ukraine. I speak Russian. My parents say Ukrainian. Why didn't we ask this at the start, man? Strastuchia, minya zavudje. Отлично. Ты говоришь по-русски? Я не говорю по-русски. I got the Russian, uh, I got the Russian uh, missus over there looking at me. <laughs> oh yeah. I've, uh, I've learned, I've learned bits, man. I've learned bits. You, uh, you say you had family, Russian family. Yeah, my parents. They're they've got both passports. They're Russian, Ukrainian. Yeah. Ah, that's mad. We 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 could have done this whole. We could have done the whole thing in Russian, man. Now I couldn't have done it. I've, um, it took me. <laughs> It took me a whole week last week to learn uh, Monday to Friday, Monday to Sunday, should I say? And um, I'm getting there, man. It's difficult. You know what I mean? It's uh, yeah, no, very impressive uh, though. Yeah, yeah. Spasiba, spasiba. Muy, muy bien, muy bien. Moscow, Jena. Your your wife is your wife is from Moscow. Da muy muy sabaka, Richard. My machine, Sabaka. No, my car is not a dog. I'm going to stop there. I meant to say my car no, is you, black as well. No, you should make a, a clip from this. Like, people be like, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, right, this is my aim in life, yeah. My aim in life is to learn Russian and have a, deba- have a, a podcast with you in Russian, man. Are you, I take it you're fluent. I'm, I'm fluent. I've got an English accent, but yeah, I can... I'm fluent. I've worked, yeah in russian before so so yeah how long have you been learning for well i've been with the missus my missus is laughing now i've been with her for five years i've been learning for five years which is not not very hard man um i need to really it'd be nice to have a, a conversation with the family i've been there four times and in the kitchen i'm okay in the kitchen you know yahachu stakan beaver yahachu chai Coffee, smalakum, sakar, blah blah blah. But it ends yeah, when, I, when I leave the kitchen, man. When I leave the kitchen, I'm like, ah, oh, uh, what do I say about the sofa or the 
you know the the lampshades or the television um but now nah, man it, that that is my that is my aim now i've got by by another five years i want to be speaking it you know what i mean and she's laughing again no, i yeah. think i'll get there but i can always send you some films to watch or with english subtitles with subtitles yeah yeah, some yeah classics. definitely mate i'm uh that is my new aim Patrick, good to meet you, man. Legend of the game. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. You your, your Instagram is foolproof mastery. Simple, yeah. And, and your YouTube no channel. No underscores. So yeah, just. Yes. Hop onto there. Simple, foolproof mastery, yeah. Debates with some top names. And uh, I'll be tuning in soon to this debate. So looking forward to it, mate. But yeah, thank you, mate. How- I'll catch you soon. Nice. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me, Jake. And yeah, and good luck with your Russian as well. Yeah. Next Spasiba. time we're going to be. Cheers, mate. Cool. Take care. Do Spokojne noche. Spokojne noche.